Paisa. You're listening to the Paisa Perspective Podcast, which can only mean one thing. Eres chingón. Aquí se cotorrea y hablamos puras pendejadas. But we always keep it 100. Siempre estamos al 100. You don't have to believe everything we say, but you best believe it's puro pinche fuego. All right, before we begin this podcast, I do want to shout out uh, some of our biggest supporters in the DFW, and the support is very much appreciated. Let's start with our first partners, the Tint Squad. If you want to be tinted out, rolling through the DFW, make sure you got that tint that makes people mind their business. Hit up the Tint Squad at 682-203-4908, and if you want to get tinted up for free, make sure to subscribe and share our YouTube channel for your chance to get your windows tinted up for free. Again, their number is 682-203-4908. Tell them the Bicep Perspective sent you. And we also want to give a huge shout out to Lotus Roofing, Leaks and Roof Restorations. They specialize in health storm restorations, leak repairs, roof replacement and installment, and house restorations as well. Contact their claim specialist, Jose Fernandez, at 682-203-4908 or go to www.lotusroofrestoration.com. That's www.lotusroofrestoration.com. And also making its way through the DFW, we got Host Insurance Services at 15150 Preston Road in Suite 300. You're paying way too much for your car insurance. Call them at 817-401-7409 or at hostinsurance1 at gmail.com. Call them for your free quote today. All right, so let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first official Bicep Perspective podcast. It's been a long time coming, and we decided to finally get the ball rolling. Now, on the first episode of the Bicep Perspective podcast, we are going to be talking about this insanity, all the chaos that has become of 2020. And I also wanted to give you guys a few updates on the Bicep Perspective YouTube channel where it all started. But before we go any further, for those of you who know me personally, y'all know that I just lost someone who was a very big part of my life. Uh, my cousin Susie. Um, I'm gonna try to get, I'm gonna try to get through this without crying. Uh, she was honestly one of the best friends I've ever had and that anyone could ever ask for. She was so supportive. She would always tell me, cuz, what's up with your podcast, cuz? You know, she, she really believed in me. She would always share my channel. She would always be in the comment section. She did Fabi's makeup for an episode of DFW Taco Tuesday. And by the way, Fabi was her first client. So I think we, we, uh, we both were very supportive of each other. She loved makeup. She was going to start her own YouTube channel. She asked me if I could edit her videos for her. And I told her, of course, you know, which just goes to show you that life is way too short. I actually, I recorded what was going to be my very first official podcast the night before she died. I recorded it on Wednesday. I was going to edit it on Thursday and then post it on Friday, you know, and she passed away on Thursday. Um, I don't think I've ever had such a big eye opener until now. You know, my heart goes out to her mom, Maria, her siblings, Javi, Junior, Ruben, Jessica, Angel, and Monica, but most importantly to her partner, Edwin, and her beautiful baby boy, Manny. I want y'all to know that we got y'all. There are a lot of people standing behind you guys. Bree, her best friend, you know I'm here for you too. Stay strong. Azucena Munoz, I love you. You'll be missed and you'll always be loved. This one's for you, baby girl. Now, like I mentioned, I do want to give you guys some updates on the Paisa Perspective family. Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone who has subscribed to the Paisa Perspective YouTube channel. All the love is definitely appreciated. For those of you who are subscribed, you know that it all started with three Mexicans trying to find some good tacos. 
And of course, I'm talking about Fabi and Martin. Um, Fabi's doing good. She's fabulous as always. That's little sis right there. Martin is actually a new dad. He just had a beautiful baby girl, Genesis Lucia. So congratulations to him and Taylor. They literally just had her too. She was actually, she was born on the day that Susie died. Uh, but congratulations to Martin on his beautiful baby girl. Hopefully we'll be able to do another DFW Taco Tuesday sometime soon. Like I said, Martin just entered fatherhood, so it might be a minute. And um, I'm going to expose our little secret. We actually, we recorded DFW Taco Tuesdays on a Sunday. <laughs> So I think one of the reasons why we kind of took a break from it was because we'd all be hung over on Sundays. Uh, but who knows, we may record another DFW Taco Tuesday sometime soon. I mean, we did record five episodes, so we're just going to pretend like five episodes is season one. <laughs> Tall Boy Talk, me and my boy Jacob are still going to do Tall Boy Talk. Yes, sir. We just got to link up and do the damn thing. Um, he be bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess we both be bullshitting, but it's all good because we're going to get it done. Uh, y'all haven't met my boy Nate yet. I can't wait to have him on the Bicep Perspective. He's been doing stand-up, so I can't I, I can't wait to have him on my podcast. He's fucking hilarious. Um, me and my boy Elvis are still doing Spanglish lessons because Lord knows he still got a lot of English to learn. Um, where the hoes at ain't going to get you very far in the U.S. Well, it might. You just never know. Where the hoes at? Um, he moved a little further out in the DFW, so it's a little harder for us to link up. Uh, but we, we got another episode coming for y'all. I also want to give a huge shout out to all of my other guests on my channel, all of the other guests on my channel. Uh, Rude Boy Flex is still doing his thing with music, putting out fire ass tracks as usual. Jasmine Cornejo, who was on the A Paisa Christmas, is now one of the owners of Mom's Spoonful Preps. So congratulations to her. Eat right, feel right, let God do the rest is their slogan. You can follow them at moms underscore spoonful preps check them out on instagram now my boy noe he is seriously out here making moves bro like y'all need to follow him on twitter and instagram at no yo kicks n-o-e-y-o-k-i-c-k-s he's making moves left and right every time i see him post some sneakers i open it up boom product has been sold you know so shout out to him and thank you so much for the support and to everyone else who helped me get the ball rolling all right now let's get this motherfucking podcast started now 2020 has been fucking crazy I think we can all agree on that. I mean, we damn near got into a nuclear war with Iran. There was a bunch of killer bees that were going to come and fuck us up. And there was like a big ass sandstorm from God knows where. Um, now I know I'm late on a lot of the subjects that I'm going to be talking about, but we haven't talked about it on the Bicep perspective. So we're going to talk about it on the Bicep perspective. You know what I'm saying? Now we're just going to jump right into it. We're, let's, let's grab the bull by the horns. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the first thing that we're going to be talking about is COVID-19. Now the first case of COVID-19 was traced back to November of 2019 from Hubei province in China. And the first confirmed case in the U.S. by the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention was on January 20th of this year. Uh, we're now in July of 2020 and shit is getting worse. You know, this is serious. People are losing their lives because of this. People aren't taking this as serious as they should. People are protesting so that states can open back up and it's not safe. I want things to go back to normal just as much as the next person, but I'm not going to put my life and more importantly, the lives of my loved ones in jeopardy just because I want to go out and have a good time. You know, there was a video that went viral over the 4th of July weekend of a bunch of people partying it up at a Michigan Lake, um, Diamond Lake to be exact. In this video, not one person was wearing a mask. All these people were damn near on top of each other. 
basically saying, fuck social distancing. Well, guess what? Some of the people at that party actually start tested positive for COVID-19. Puros pinches pendejos. I'm telling you, like, in the middle of a pandemic, you want to go out and do all types of shit like that. Now, that was, that was over the 4th of July weekend. Now, on June 4th, Nevada's casinos reopened after being shut down for nearly three months. At least 123 visitors tested positive for COVID-19. Puros pinches pendejos, I'm telling you. Now, that was, and, and that was June 4th that Las Vegas decided to reopen its casinos. Now, on July 11th, Walt Disney World in Florida decided to reopen. This is a state that has 316,000 confirmed cases, and they're reopening Disney World. That state should be be shutting down i don't even i don't even want to say this but i feel like there could be like a zombie apocalypse you know breaking out and these motherfuckers will be talking about reopening you know what i mean like but the crazy thing is that people are still going how fucking stupid could people be i don't know why people walk around acting like they're immune to the virus you know like they can't be affected it doesn't discriminate and there were a lot of people that went to the walt disney world reopening and i I have a bad feeling about this i really do there's this youtube channel called mickey views which i'm assuming is a youtube channel that put together by disney by someone at disney world where they have this guy named brayden at the reopening listen to this bullshit as far as the temperature check goes it's very easy very quick they just check your temperature you go right through you barely have to stop it's awesome you barely have to stop it's awesome so basically what i got from that is that that they're not thoroughly checking you know what i'm saying that, that, is that what the, he's saying or is it just me i mean i'm just saying i'm pretty sure they also had safety guidelines at the las vegas casinos and look how that turned out you know now let's let's talk about all these people that are bitching about having to wear masks all those people that are bitching about having to wear masks are probably the same type of people who went to diamond lake the people that don't wear masks or don't practice social distancing are the reason this virus is spreading some people think it's a hoax let me tell you something You go and bury your loved one. You go and bury your best friend. You go and bury someone who was a huge part of your life because of this shit and then come back and tell me it's a hoax. There's like some type of conspiracy theory because of this. Because they're like, oh, well, the coronavirus was on a Lysol bottle before it even started to break out. Yeah, because that's a different strand of the coronavirus. That's why they call it COVID-19. COVID-19 is just one strand of the coronavirus. Wear your fucking mask. It's really not that hard. Give me six feet. It's really not that hard to stay six feet the fuck away from me. Now, Anthony Fauci, who is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, said that we have not even begun to see the end of COVID-19. That scares me. And it's because people are not doing their part. Listen to what Fauci had to say about states reopening. You've got to do it correctly. You can't jump over steps, which is very perilous when you think about rebound. And the proof of the pudding is look what's happened. There really is no reason why we're having 40, 50, 60,000 other than the fact that we're not doing something correctly. This man has been the NIAID director since 1984, so I think he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Now, here in Texas, Governor Greg Abbott issued an executive order requiring Texans to wear face coverings in public in counties with 20 or more COVID-19 cases. And we see that, right? I mean, everywhere you go, there is a sign on the door that says face mask required. You know, no se permite entrada sin su puta máscara. But for some reason, people are still inside the stores without a fucking 
fucking mask. And I want to know why the fuck they think that the rules apply to everyone but them. You know, every person out there that goes to public places without a mask, walking around like they're the shit, is contributing to the spread of COVID-19. Now, here's my thing. If you don't care about getting sick, cool. But don't put everyone else at risk. There are a lot of people who are more vulnerable to the virus and have pre-existing health issues that can make COVID-19 fatal for them. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there is ever a right time to lose a loved one or to have to bury a loved one. But right now is the worst time to have to do all of that. Going to a funeral during this pandemic is awful. Everyone is scared to hug each other. You know, at this time when you need a hug the most, this is a time where you just want to be there for your family and you have to do it from a distance. I honestly hope that nobody has to go through that. But if people don't start getting their shit together and doing their part, it's going to happen to a lot more people. It's honestly sad that we live in a time where we have to take these extreme precautions, but I do it for my own safety and everyone else's. I know I'm not the only one who wants to wake up tomorrow and hear some good news for the first time in a long time. You know, breaking news, we found a vaccine or, you know, the number of confirmed cases has dramatically started to decrease. I want this to be over so bad. It it feels like I'm living in an episode of the Twilight Zone. I literally have hand sanitizer on me at all times. I clean my hands as soon as I get to my car from wherever the fuck I was just at. I clean my hands when I get to my desk at work. I clean my hands when I get to the break room. I clean my hands when I get back to my desk from the break room. You know, this is crazy that we're living like this. I will say one thing though, please don't get offended if I don't shake your hand. I won't get offended if you don't shake my hand. Now, if I do shake your hand, uh, best believe it's because I got hand sanitizer with me, you know, 70% alcohol, bitch. Um, now I'm not saying that I'm going around shaking people's hands, you know, but I'm just saying if I know you personally, I'll I'll only shake your hand if I know you personally and I know that you're the type of person that's uh, taking precautions, you know what I'm saying? But I won't be offended if you don't shake my hand. (laughs) Just stay safe, everybody, and do your part. We need to defeat this virus and we can. We just need everybody to put their best foot forward so that we can overcome it. All right. So now that we have that wrapped up, let's move on to the next topic. Now, the next topic that I wanted to talk about, it's a touchy subject for a lot of people. You know, towards the end of May and basically all of June, there was a lot of rioting going on. And we all know why. Now, you know, it was because of what happened to George Floyd. Everybody knows the story of what happened to George Floyd. You know, he was uh, basically killed by a policeman um, after he, the policeman had his knee on the top of his neck, basically suffocating him for eight minutes and 46 seconds straight. Um, that happened back on May 25th. He was 46 years old whenever he died. Um, four days later, on the 29th of May, Derek Chauvin, who was a policeman, he was originally charged with third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. And then, you know, all of the writings, uh, the protesting and all of the writing started happening. And uh, so later on, on June 3rd, the Hennepin County prosecutors added second degree murder charges. And also the three officers who were there on the scene, basically letting George Floyd get murdered, Thomas Lane, J. Alexander Query, and Tu Thao were charged with aiding and betting second degree murder, which I think is great. I mean, I feel like all of those police officers need to be held accountable, especially Derek Chauvin. Um, You know, I hope he rots in jail because nobody deserves to die like that. Nobody deserves to die like that. And for you to just completely disregard somebody's life that easily, um, why the fuck should we have any mercy for him? You know, now, like I said, I know this topic, it, it is a touchy subject for a lot of people. 
but I wanted to speak on it because it's something that I'm, I'm really passionate about. So first off, let's, let's talk about the movement, Black Lives Matter itself. The Black Lives Matter movement was founded in 2013 in response to the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's murderer. And we all know the story of Trayvon Martin, right? Um, that happened all the way back in 2013. I'm almost certain that Trayvon Martin is a household name. The problem is there are way too many cases like Trayvon Martin's. There are way too many black innocent black men, young men, and children whose lives are being taken by police. It honestly, it pisses me off that Black Lives Matter has been politicized. This shouldn't be about politics. This is about right and wrong. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat or who the fuck you're voting for. Now, people who go against Black Lives Matter saying all lives matter, of course all lives matter. Nobody's disputing that all lives matter. But I think that the all lives matter people are missing the point. Black Lives Matter isn't saying that Black lives matter any more or less than other lives, nor are they saying that only black lives matter. They're simply saying black lives matter too. I mean, just look around and see what's going on. Racism still exists and people are trying to act like it's not an issue anymore. It is still an issue. The movement Black Lives Matter is black people taking a stand because they are tired of burying their fathers, uncles, cousins, brothers, sons six feet under simply because of the color of their skin. Now, make no mistake, I'm not saying that this is only happening to black men because unfortunately we've lost beautiful black women to police as well. You know, like Sandra Bland here in Texas, uh, Breonna Taylor from Kentucky, who, by the way, was an emergency medical technician. You know, these are people... These are everyday people who have a lot to offer society. Black Lives Matter is fighting for justice and it is fighting for this to stop. So it pisses me off when people have something against Black Lives Matter. Are they not supposed to stand up for themselves? Are they not supposed to stand up for what is right? Are they just supposed to let this keep happening? No, this needs to stop. This has begun, this has been going on for way too long. There's a very powerful documentary on Netflix. It's called uh, 13th. That's literally all you have to type in. 1-3-T-H. I highly recommend it. It's directed by Ava DuVernay. It's a very powerful documentary. It basically compares racism from back in the day to today's racism. And it kind of makes you think like, damn, like has anything really changed? I mean, we are in 2020 and this is still happening. You know, it's been going on for way too long. You see cases like that of Emmett Till and George Stinney before that. Not a lot of people know the story of George Stinney. You know, till this day, he's still the youngest person to be executed by the electric chair. He was 14 years old. No evidence whatsoever of the alleged crime. So basically, his only crime was being black. This boy was executed by the electric chair at 14 years old. He had to sit on top of his Bible because he was too short for his head to meet the straps. Let that sink in for a little bit. He was too short to fit the straps, so they made him sit on top of his Bible. And of course, he was uh, convicted by an all-white jury, but they didn't even give that boy a chance. He didn't even commit that crime. Years, 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 years later, this happened back in 1944, and back in 2014, his conviction was overturned. I mean, that's great, but it's kind of, it's way too late for that now. That boy is dead. They executed that boy, and now they wanted to overturn his conviction. No shit, he didn't commit that crime. That boy wasn't even given a chance to live his life. There comes a point to where it's like you have to stand up for what's right and you have to address the bullshit because there are way too many people dying over this racist bullshit. The Black Lives Matter movement is basically saying we've had enough of this shit. Do I agree with the looting? 
No, I think we can all agree that the looting is unnecessary. And to me, that's not what Black Lives Matter stands for. So I'm not going to let the message of Black Lives Matter get lost because some people wanted to loot and, you know, do some unnecessary bullshit. Their voices need to be heard. I'm not black and I'm never going to know what it's like to be black. But I can open my eyes and see that what's going on is wrong. I can open my eyes and see that what's going on is wrong. It's cruel. It's inhumane. It's unnecessary. It's evil and if you can't realize that then there's seriously something really fucked up with you i stand with black lives matter all right now let me take a deep breath i really wish that there was something more uplifting uh you know something more positive that i could talk about but 2020 has just really been a fucked up year i i can't wait to have you know my uh, some guests on my podcast that way we can just kind of kick the shit and not have to be so serious <laughs> so hopefully the next episode of the paisa perspective is going to be a lot more a lot more entertaining uh you know the subjects that i talked about today are you know very serious but it is something that i feel like we have to talk about and i think that everybody should be talking about these things i look forward to talking about subjects that are a lot more fun something that uh isn't so depressing and and serious so i hope you guys stay tuned for the next episode of the bicep perspective podcast thank you so much for listening i hope everybody stays safe wash your motherfucking hands and everything else for that matter i really hope that by the end of this year they have a vaccine for the coronavirus for COVID-19, sorry, um, like they said that they're expecting to. I'm really just fucking tired of all of this and I want it to end. Um, but like I said earlier, we each got to put our grain of salt and, and do our part so that we can overcome all of this. Hopefully it'll be happening soon. I'm ready for things to get back to normal. And I know I've been slacking on my YouTube channel. You know, I haven't really been posting a lot of videos, but I'm going to start doing it more consistently and I'm going to have a lot more podcasts coming your way. So Again, thank you so much for tuning into the Bicep Perspective. I'm your boy Roy. Holla at your boy.